This is episode 39 of Essential Oils by Design. Essential Oils by Design, the podcast about essential oils and human design and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Roz Isbell and Nani Chisiri, and there's three things that we are both passionate about, essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. And today you've just got me, Roz, and Today, I am going to be talking to you about the red and the black in the human design chart. And the reason that I'm doing that is because we've had a question from Danica. And Danica says, if you look at your chart at geneticmatrix.com, and that's another website where you can get free human design charts, it shows a quantum chart which I have seen from other places, but it also breaks it down to the mind chart, which is all the black information, and then the body chart, which is all the red information. My type is listed as two different ones depending on what chart. Are we meant to focus more on the body, which is the red chart, or do we look at the chart altogether and grow from living true to our type? Is one good and the other bad? Is one soul-led versus ego-led? This is all so interesting. Yes, it is, Danica, and thank you so much for your question. So let's have a little bit of a chat about the origins of the red and the black and what they actually mean. And I'm sure that Nani and I have probably discussed this in previous podcast episodes, but I'll go over it again. So when you look at your human design chart, and it doesn't matter where you get it from, you'll see that there are two columns of numbers when you're looking at the main chart in mybodygraph.com or when you're looking at what's called the quantum chart in geneticmatrix.com. If you go into geneticmatrix.com, your quantum chart is the one that will come up. When you look at the chart, you'll see that it's also got a couple of columns of numbers. And usually on the left-hand side, you'll see red numbers. And on the right-hand side, you'll see black numbers. The black numbers are called, in the genetic matrix, they're called the body numbers, but they're also known as the personality numbers. They're known as the conscious numbers. And you'll also see them called natal, the natal numbers. And the reason for that is because they are the numbers that were generated. They are where the planets were in the human design gates at the time of your birth, so at the natal time. When you look over at the red numbers, which are usually on the left-hand side, the red numbers are called the design or the unconscious or the prenatal, or in the case of geneticmatrix.com, the mind. Those numbers were generated approximately three months before your birth approximately three months before your birth or exactly 88 astrological degrees prior to your birth. And you know, human design is made up of a whole lot of different sciences. And 
astrology is one of those sciences. So 88 astrological degrees prior to your birth is the time when we talk about it in human design speak, we say that is the time that your soul decided it was coming here. It decided it was going to do this earth thing. And at that point, you're what I'm going to call from now on in this podcast, your unconscious design came about. So 88 astrological degrees prior to your birth, you decided you were coming here and you got the red design or the unconscious design. When you put your unconscious design and your conscious design together into the chart, you'll see the entirety of your design. And Danica was wondering in her question whether or not we're meant to focus on one or the other. And no, we're not supposed to focus on one or the other. They both mean different things, but realistically, you don't want to look at your red chart and see that that makes you a projector and look at your black chart and you're a reflector and say, well, when I'm thinking about myself consciously, I'm a reflector. And when I'm thinking about myself unconsciously, I'm a projector. But when the two are together, I'm a manifesting generator. You're a manifesting generator. But it is helpful to look at the energies within your chart and see whether they come from the red side or from the black side, from the unconscious side or the conscious side. I've already contradicted myself. I said I was going to refer to it as unconscious, but I think for some of you who are are more visual, it will be helpful for me to say red or black. And you'll notice if you go to your chart and you see that you've got a red line hanging on its own and it's hanging in the gate 40, If you go to the red side of the chart or the unconscious side of the chart, you'll see that you've got a 40 somewhere there in the red side of the chart, at least one 40. You might even have more than one 40. If you go to a black hanging gate, a black line that's on its own, it might be in, say, the gate 43. And you look on the black or the conscious side of the chart, you'll see the 43 somewhere listed at least once, maybe a few times. Now, most of us have got somewhere in our chart gates that are colored in red and black. And that means that those energies come from both the red side and the black side. It might be that they come from the same position in the chart or the same planet or object. So that often happens lower down in the chart with some of the outer planets like Pluto, which is the very bottom in most charts. Pluto very often is in the same gate because Pluto is a very slow moving planet, planetoid. We're not allowed to call him a planet anymore, are we? Or Neptune, the same as Neptune, which is the one above Pluto. Often you'll find the same gate in red as in black because it moves very slowly. And and Neptune was still in that particular gate 88 astrological degrees or three months after your soul decided it was coming here. So if that makes sense, you've got two versions of Neptune. So that's where the red and the black and the red and black come from. Now, I think it's really important because a lot of people will ask this question, well, what if I was born premature? What if I was born by cesarean? What if I was overdue? It makes no difference when you were born. Your human design chart was generated, if you like, at the very second of your birth. 
And that is when we could see what 88 astrological degrees prior to your birth looked like. So if you were born at six months, if you were a very premature baby, it would have been that three months prior to your birth, when you'd been gestating for just three months, your little soul said, we're coming here. I know it's going to be a battle, but we're coming here and we're coming here at six months on this particular date. So it doesn't matter when you were born or how you were born. Your human design is generated from the moment you leave your mother's body. So let's have a talk about what the black means in your chart and then we'll talk about what the red means. The black is what you know about you. We talk about it as being conscious. We talk about it as being your personality. It's what you know about you. From the time that you were able to think about yourself, from the time you were able to talk about yourself, you knew these aspects of you. So when you have a human design reading, you'll know about those black energies that are in your chart. You will understand immediately that that is who you are. And you'll have no issues in most cases in accepting that those are parts of your personality, they're parts of your psyche, they're parts of who you are and what you do and what you came here to be. The black is what you have conscious access to. The black is what you know about yourself. It's who you think you are and it's absolutely who you identify with as being. And you may have had situations where you've been conditioned away from it and you're not quite so certain that that is who you are, but those are rare. Most of the time, people can absolutely identify with what's going on in their chart that's black. When we go to the red side of the chart, we're looking at the unconscious side of the chart. And this is the stuff that kind of floats underneath your awareness. It's what everyone else knows about you. It's what friends and family know about you if you ask them. But it can sometimes be not what we know about ourselves. And, and it can be a sticking point sometimes when we have a human design reading and the reader might start talking about things that are part of your unconscious design. You can say, oh, no, that's not me. Or you might not say anything. You might be sitting there thinking, no, that's not me. That's not me. And just sort of finish off the reading. You think, yeah, that was okay. And then three days later, you go, oh, my gosh, that actually is me. Whether or not it comes to you because of the way that you've been dwelling on it and the fact that the information has, has kind of percolated to the surface or whether it's that you've actually asked somebody else about you or said, she said this about me or, yeah, I can't believe that came up about me in my human design reading. That's not me at all. And then your friend says, oh, yes, it is. That's who you are. You've always been like that. So it's really important to understand that there are these two distinct aspects to your human design. Part of your design is what you absolutely know and part is what you aren't necessarily as familiar with. And the other interesting thing about the red side is that this is what you brought in with you. So what I said before about the black being things that you're absolutely aware of when you are able to articulate. And once you're able to communicate, once you're able to 
think about yourself and who you are and how you identify, you become very aware of what's going on in the black side of the chart, in the conscious side of the chart. The unconscious side, believe it or not, this is actually what you bring with you. It's who you are from the very beginning. If you want to go out there, it's kind of what you brought in with you that is imprinted in your psyche. It really is a massively important part of who you are. And if you talk to people who know a lot about human design, they will say in many cases, it's the most important part of who you are. So don't dismiss the red in your chart. It's really probably more who you are than the black, to be totally honest. It's the stuff that you brought with you to work on in this particular life. And this is what is referred to in the geneticmatrix.com body graphs as the body part of design. Obviously, the mind is having a very strong influence on what you perceive as your personality. Whereas if you've been listening to us for long enough, you know that it's all about what your body feels. It's, it's what feels right. That's how you make your decisions using your strategy and what feels right. We take our head out of it. So the head is that the personality is the black stuff that's kind of knowing what's going on. And, and it's funny that you use the word ego because it's a word I sometimes use too when I talk about the mind is, is actually kind of where the ego lives, whereas the body is where we all make our decisions, even manifestors, you know, even non-emotional manifestors, it has to feel right for them to do something. It's a feeling in their body that makes them realize that it's right for them. And if they're not using that feeling in their body to make those decisions, then the decisions aren't going to work out very well. It's going to be that whole spaghetti throwing that we talk about where if you throw enough stuff against the wall, some of it's going to stick. But if you want more of it to stick, you use your body to make the decisions. And it's, it's often the case that we don't value what shows up in the red side of the chart enough. You know, it's there, it's there for us to really dig deep, to find out for a start what it is, you know, to, to find out what that red stuff means. And I would highly recommend you have a human design reading because a human design specialist can go through your chart for you and tell you what those gates mean. And I will say again that really if you're following your type and strategy and using your authority, then what's inside the chart doesn't matter. But let's be honest, most of us want to know this stuff that's contained within those 26 opportunities that we all have to have different archetypical energies defined in our chart. Most of us want to know what they mean. And when we know what they mean, they can actually help us move forward because it's all very well to say, okay, well, follow your type and strategy and it will take you to your life purpose. And it will, I promise you, it will take you to your life purpose purpose. If you're a generator and you are following the signs, asking your sacral if they're correct for you and going ahead if they are and leaving them if they're not, you will by default achieve your life purpose. When we don't follow our type and strategy, that's when we get off track and that's where we get a bit lost. But it 
can be incredibly helpful for people to understand what it is about their design that makes them stand out in particular areas. And it can be really helpful in working out whether or not you're headed in the right direction or whether you're doing something that is completely wrong for you and where perhaps you should be heading because there are some really valuable bits of information about you contained in those numbers under the red and the black or the unconscious and the conscious in your human design chart. So as I mentioned, we're often not as aware of the red part of our design, the unconscious part of our design, as we are the conscious part of our design. And that probably makes sense. But what happens around about the age of 40 is we go through what's known as Uranus opposition. And at that time, we have a change of direction in the themes of our life. What happens around that time is we go through a bit of a change and we often say in human design circles that we become a grown-up. When we turn 40, we become a grown-up. And so a lot of those things that have been perhaps a little mysterious to us in the past become clearer. They become more obvious to us. The things about us that we haven't perhaps been so aware of become a part of who we are and we become very accepting of that. And I'm sure that a big part of that, aside from anything energetic associated with the Uranus opposition event, a big part of that is to do with the fact that, you know, you've been through a lot, you've experienced a lot. By the time you reach 40, you've seen a lot. And so you kind of know how you react towards certain things coupled with the fact that you've had near on 40 years of people telling you who you are and what you're like and let's you know I'm, I'm not talking about the people who are trying to condition you here I'm talking about the people who when you say oh did you know that I have the gate of opinions in my chart they'll say oh yes yeah that makes sense to me you've always got opinions and you might be thinking what but you've heard that often enough in your life to know that that actually is a part of who you are that's that's kind of how it works by the time you get to 40 you've become quite familiar with who you are and what i am seeing a lot more of we're seeing a lot more people who are under 40 who are very self-aware who do know who they are who have done a huge amount of work on themselves and they are very aware of what their strengths and weaknesses and vulnerabilities are and often the unconscious energies in the chart come as no surprise to them because they themselves have done the work to find out and that's happening to all of us not just the under 40s but I think it's worth noting that that's kind of the time when we're expected to have a bit more of a handle on this unconscious aspect of our design. And prior to 40, we're still learning. We're still finding out about things. We're still finding out about life in general. And another thing that I think is super important for you to understand is that the information that the chart holds is only ever as accurate as the information that you give it. So we're talking about specifically time of birth here. If your time of birth is not 100% accurate, then no one can guarantee that your chart's 100% accurate. You know, if you're out by a minute 
in some cases, it's rare, but in some cases, if you're out by a minute, it can affect the type that you are, let alone certain gates and things that are in your chart. So it's super important that the information, the birth information is accurate. I once did a chart reading for someone and I have to say they were less than impressed. I got some feedback from them not long after I did the reading saying that basically they couldn't see what all the fuss about human design was and that they really didn't feel that they got very much out of the reading at all. And when we looked a little bit deeper, we found that the information was incorrect and that the person was actually another type to the type that I'd been describing in the reading. So there were gates and channels that were not right. But not only that, they they weren't the type, they were a completely different type. So it's super important that you have that information right because you can be looking at something and saying, well, that's not me. That doesn't sound like me. And this can be on the black side of the chart. And it can very often be because no, it's not you. It's actually not your energy. So the more accurate you can be with your time of birth information, the better. And you can get that reconciled. I actually do chart reconciliation if you're interested and there are astrologers who can do it. It is possible to get what should be a fairly accurate human design chart. So just bear that in mind. Know that it's really important that your chart's accurate to ensure that you have an accurate reading. And you know, I mentioned how important it is to value that unconscious side of your chart. Just bear in mind that there can be some real gold contained there. There can be some keys to your value, to what you are able to charge for, what you are an expert in. Because quite often what we find is that in that unconscious part of the chart, we tend to kind of give that stuff away. We don't value that it's actually who we are. And so we say, oh, I don't really know anything about that. So I can't charge, but here's what I think. Guess what? The reason that you think is because it's in your chart. So it's always a good idea to know what energies you have in your chart that are unconscious so that you can really feel attached to them and know that they are part of you and know that, yeah, they're part of your superpowers. What I'm going to talk about is some essential oils that can help you with that unconscious part of your design. And I've got a couple in mind. The first one is one of our favorites here at Essential Oils by Design, and that's bergamot. And the reason that I love bergamot for identifying with that unconscious part of your design is because it's the oil of acceptance. And if you're having any difficulty accepting this part of who you are, and I've gone to great lengths to talk about how it usually kicks in post 40, but it's always going to be where you're a little bit vague and veiled about those particular energies. So if you're having any difficulty, no matter how old you are, accepting that part of your design, then perhaps work with bergamot and really do some journaling or meditate on those energies and and know that they are a very important part of who you are and allow bergamot to assist you with that embracing. And the other one I really like is black pepper. Black pepper is the oil of unmasking. Now, the oil of unmasking 
we're normally looking at people who wear masks and who are trying to be something that they're not. And it's ever so subtly different in this situation because I'm talking about unmasking who you are. You know, it's almost like opening a present and finding this new part of your personality. And black pepper can help you to do that, can help you to sort of unbox. Oh dear, did I actually just use that phrase? Unbox. (laughs) your your, uh, personality archetypes that you might not be so familiar with and to try them on and to play with them and to see how they fit and to have a bit of fun learning this side of you that you might not be so familiar with. So hopefully that has answered your question, Danica. I hope it has. I know we went a little bit further out there than you might have been expecting but it's always great to have something to respond to so that we can see where it takes us. So thank you so much, Danica, for asking that question. If you would like to know more about our businesses, Nani and I both have human design businesses and you can find Nani at humandesigntools.com. You can find me at findyournaturalgroove.com and you'll also see our essential oils businesses there. And if you are interested in joining our teams, you can see some of the things that we are offering for people who want to build doTERRA businesses with us. And we would love to have you on board. Until next time, when we come up to episode 40, and of course, every 10 episodes, we do a celebrity chart big surprise as to who that is and yes I do know who it is and I think most of you are really going to appreciate this particular person because she I can say she she is a an amazing person in the world today and is doing a lot of good things and helping a lot of people so we will be back to talk about our celebrity and her human design chart and we look forward to talking to you then bye for now bye bye